Hey there, Daring Gallup here. In this episode of Why I Am Still Awake, I'm going to walk you through the baby grand piano scam. Why I Am Still Awake is a weekly podcast where I talk about the things I'm working on, the problems I'm solving, and other things that are keeping me from getting to bed at a reasonable hour. This episode is part of a series about scammers and their scams. Today's scam is the grand piano scam. Okay, so let's dive right in. So I came across the baby grand piano scam because I was actually sitting around and I was thinking, you know what, I would love to learn to play the piano. I took lessons when I was a kid. I wasn't very good at it. I didn't pay attention and yada, yada, yada. Fast forward to today, I can play like two songs on the piano. So I was like, why don't I get a piano? So then I went, I was looking on uh, Facebook um, Marketplace because it's pretty common, which is, this is why it's a really great scam. It's pretty common that people throw away pianos or end up with pianos in their homes that just take up space and then maybe they're doing a, a spring cleaning or a renovation and they you know, want the piano to go somewhere. They don't want to throw it out. They hope that some you know, virtuoso young musician will adopt the piano and, and yada, yada, yada. So I'm looking, I'm going through Facebook and I find you know, your average crappy old piano, just, you know, upright piano. There's a bunch of those around there. And then I come across this beautiful Yamaha baby grand piano. And I'm like, damn, this looks dope. So I go to see if this piano is still available. I message her. I say, hey, good evening. Is this still available? Kelly, her name is. Kelly responds to let me know that she's not the one actually selling the piano, that it's her sister, Joyce, that's selling the piano, and gives me an email address to reach out to Joyce to make arrangements and see if it's still available. So, Joyce is Joyce Nathan, which she refers to as Dr. Joyce, because everybody trusts a doctor. And it's joynathan8882 at gmail.com. So already, um, you know, I could go create an email right now on Gmail called joynathan8883 probably, unless these scammers have already taken that one. But, you know, point being, so, you know, as I go through the story, I'm going to unpack the steps. So, you know, first of all, uh, the too good to be true, the, the piano is probably worth like, I don't know, thousands of dollars. I'm not a piano expert, so I don't really know what it's worth. But it's not really the type of thing that you should have to give away. So we there have the too good to be true factor. You know, I saw that, but I've also had situations where too good to be true ends up being true. So, um, you know, um, being cautious as I go through this. So the movement from going from the Facebook profile, like so the move where she goes, hey, you know, this is not me, it's my sister, reach out to my sister. What, what she's doing there is obviously if she's if she, he or she or they are running a scam on Facebook using Facebook profiles, then there's a likelihood somebody's going to report that Facebook profile and that Facebook profile is going to get shut down, which can likely happen at any minute, which is why um, the, the in this case, the scammer's getting me to move over to another form of communication. Um, that will likely not uh, that will likely not get shut down as quickly. So now I'm on joynathan8882 at gmail.com. So the other thing um, 
I didn't do this right away because I really wasn't, I still wasn't thinking scam yet and um, didn't really feel like I had too much to, to be concerned about at this point. So uh, I didn't do any info, didn't do any digging on these people on their Facebook profiles yet. Uh, anyways, reached out, uh, just kind of did this in the evening, sitting around with my phone in my hand. And I just said, hey, Dr. Joyce, your sister gave me your information. Wondering if you still have the baby grand piano. If so, I would love to come and see it. So, you know, I'm thinking this is posted as a local piece, right? So my thinking around this and why my guard has not really gone up yet is because I'm expecting that I'm just going to like go to somebody's house tomorrow in my car and check out their piano. And then if it's still there and if it looks good, then make the final decision and haul the piano and so on. But so the response, and this is where things start getting fishy. Hi, how are you doing? The baby grand piano used to be owned and played by my husband, who is now deceased. And it was last tuned May this year before he passed. I'm almost done moving my properties, and I don't think my husband will be happy if I sell this piano. At this time, I'm not happy seeing it around because of less storage I have in my house, my new house. So I'm hoping to give it to someone who is passionate about instruments. The first lady who I thought was going to get it didn't show up at she promised and I wasn't going to leave it alone in an empty house dot dot. It's currently going to be with the movers I employed to move my properties from my house, which is on the move. If you really don't mind making new arrangements with the movers, I can attempt to get in touch with them to reroute it. This should not attract too many charges since the distance can be recovered within a day or two. I'm sorry for the inconvenience, but let me know if you wish and I can get through to the movers. Just so you know, I'm not giving it out for scrap or waste. It's in good shape. Thanks, Dr. Joyce. So what do we have in here? We have a bunch of things. We have the fact that there's the too much information story about the husband and what blah, 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 blah. But now where I'm from, people are pretty outgoing and talkative in, in Eastern Canada. So that's not crazy. Um, so I keep moving. I'm not really freaking out or thinking this is a scam yet. Now we're talking about the movers. So, okay, uh, guard's starting to go up, but I'm intrigued now. I can't stop. So I respond, Hey Joyce, sorry to hear of your loss. As for my intent for the piano, I'm a hobby musician, used to be professional in my 20s. I currently have a fairly broad collection of instruments, but don't have a piano, and I'm very eager, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, I'm still treating this as it could potentially be real. She responds, all you have to do is go to their website at piano-deliverymovers.com. You will see a chat icon at the bottom of their website. You will send a message to them via their live chat to chat with one of their agents. Then paste it in in another color. The rep said you should present this referral ID to initiate a reroute. Let them know Dr. Joyce referred you and give me feedback. Thanks, Dr. Joyce. All right, so now I'm like, this is 99.9% .9 chance a scam. Um, going back, you know, there's some, there's the English is pretty good in the first email, but there's a couple of things. But now I'm like, okay, let's do some identification of where this is and where we're going. So I go back to the Facebook message, I look at the Facebook profile of the sister. 
who's the one who posted the the piano for for Dr. Joyce. And so her account was started about three weeks ago. So there's a huge red flag. This person just set up this account. Uh, very little to no friends. I don't remember exactly the account's gone now, which is this was only this was less than a week ago. The account's already been reported and gone. I reported it myself, obviously, just because I didn't want other people to get caught in it. But likely, other people reported this as well. She's moved me from the email address to um, to this website, and that's again. This is another move, basically, because uh, this Joyce, this email address that she's using or that they're using is likely going to get shut down once it's reported. And I've reported this email already to Google as well as I'm sure others have. So, you know, now I'm being moved to piano delivery, piano-deliverymovers.com. So I went to the website and actually the website still, uh, still exists, still up. Nobody took her down yet. Let's click on it. Um, And just to be clear, uh, I'm using an incognito browser and I'm using a computer that I don't use for work because, again, right at the point when, um, before I clicked on the link, the first thing I did was to go validate the person who sent me to this person. And then I tried to look up this Dr. Joyce, um, you know, wasn't able to find a Dr. Joyce that lives in Nova Scotia. The only Dr. Joyce I could find was in Connecticut and so on and so forth. So I uh, wasn't going to trust the link because there could have been another ulterior motive there where, um, you know, they try to, to install some uh, some some malware or something on, from the website. But when I went to the website, it showed the picture of a cruise ship, which was kind of weird for a piano delivery company. I thought that was odd. Uh, looked at a couple of the pages in the website. Uh, their services weren't unique to piano, so it was weird to me that it was called piano-deliverymovers.com because it, you know, that sounds like it would be like a, a specialized um, organization that moves pianos. Um, searched the service online, the company couldn't find anything um, on their website. When I go to their about us and their contact us, they're in. They're, they're claiming they're, you know, they have a map and they're showing they're in Connecticut, but this is a. This is in Canada, so nobody's going to hire a U.S. company to move. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. They have a Cana- They don't have a Canadian office. Just all of this is not making sense. And so this is back to really looking at doing a little bit of like deal, figuring out who you're dealing with. So at this point, it's pretty clear to me, um, yeah, this is a scam. At that point, I, I actually Googled the grand, baby grand piano scam, and it's like a known scam. I'd never heard of it before. But uh, you can also do that too. It's a great idea to Google a scam. Google, uh, you know, scam and the the URL, scam and the email address. Even copy the script and Google the script. You might find people talking about it on message boards. So if there's, uh, you know, that email that she would have sent me about the piano, you could, uh, the original one, Google, uh, send that out. You, you likely, if it's a common scam, you might even get some kickback to further validate it. And you'll see that, hey, somebody that's a known scam that's organized and people are writing that script out. So, you know, that's some research that I did there. So um, I clicked on their, they had a little, the little pop-up came up, which is their message, their chat bot. Um, I typed in the referral and said, Dr. Joyce sent me again. 
I'm 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 not uh, I'm not being tracked. I'm using uh, you know do, using using incognito mo- mode on a computer that I specifically use for this purpose. So uh, not the same computer I'm using for work and all that stuff. So um, basically, what I would say to you, if you know, for th- those out there who don't have a computer dedicated or have the skills in cybersecurity to to safely uh, go down the rabbit hole, I I would stop at the hey, you know, this piano is not something I can get in my car and drive down the road and see it's being it's sending me to a url uh there's all kinds of these suspicious things so you know you wouldn't generally want to go any further however i did so we're what let's talk about the communication just because it's kind of fun all right so um i clicked on the chat it says welcome how can we help you today I said, hey there, I have a referral ID, here it is. And Linda responds. The website's great, actually. It's, I mean, it's it, there's no grammar, spelling mistakes I could see. There's, there's just the weird inconsistencies about, like, the services don't align with specialization of baby grand pianos and, the, you know, the, the offices are in the U.S. and Australia, not in Canada, some little things. But otherwise, you know, you'd look at this website, you wouldn't have any reason to think it's uh, illegitimate. Um so they said, yeah, just one second. I checked the ID, item ID, the ID I shared, item package, baby grand piano, item weight, 527 pounds, item provider, Dr. Joyce sent me a beautiful picture of what looks to be a brand new baby grand piano, all boxed up in its uh, you know original shipping uh, stuff. And they say, hey, is this correct? And I say, well, this is where I'm going to try to throw them off script. And this is, you know, me just having some fun here. I'm, I said, I think so, but can you confirm the from and to address just to be sure? And then she says, um, I'm sorry, it doesn't show the address it was moved from. I only showed, uh, it only showed since when it has been in our warehouse and Dr. Joyce paid for safekeeping. When she called us, she told us you will be responsible for delivery costs. All right, this is the catch. This is the scam. They're going to get me to pay them money for a piano that I'll never see. So she asks, and here we go. Here's the ask for the the personal information. Can I have your full name and address so I can initiate the reroute and also check for the estimated delivery costs and time, please? So I ask, where's the piano located now? I'm in Nova Scotia, Canada. And now they're not responding because it's not part of the script for them. So a little bit of a wait. I say, are you still there? They come back. So they eventually get back. Now I'm talking to Rabiu. I think I'm pronouncing that right, but it's probably not his real name. So I'm not going to be worried about offending him uh, or her. Yes. Hey, Rabiu, sorry for the delay. I was at work. That was me apologizing. Yes. um, The piano is currently in Manitoba, CA. So I respond, oh, sweet, I have one of my trucks going through there Friday. So I'm basically now pretending that I'm, I own a trucking company. Um, please provide me with the address and which hours you will be open, and I'll co- coordinate a pickup time. So I mean, at this point, I'm just totally screwing with these people. Um, again, a pause, because that's not part of the script. Um, so I say, are you still there? When is a good time for us to pick up the piano? Uh, and then they come back like two hours later. Sorry, not, none, N-O-N-E, worker, is not allowed in the premises. We have stuff from our clients which can't be seen by non-workers. Really sorry for the inconveniences. So, you know, you see the language there. I've taken them off their script. So their ability to turn around the language good is a little tougher. I haven't given them any of my personal information yet. 
And also I will note, um, when I sent them the email, I didn't use my personal email. So um, I use a service that allows me to use, uh, to generate uh, mock emails that all come to my main email, but don't disclose my actual email address to people. And I use that when I sign up for newsletters, when I purchase things from sites that I just don't want them to have my information or any communication or reach out that I do Um where I, I, you know, just, I don't see the need for them to have, uh, you know, have my email address forever. Um, that's just a little side note there, um, in my practice. Okay. So, um, you know, I told them that don't worry about it. I'll just pull the truck up and we'll pay your guys. We'll pay your guys, your own staff to bring out the thing. And, you know, of course they're like, this guy's an asshole. I just want him to give me his credit card information so we can steal his money. They gave, uh, they asked me for my full address. So I actually went on, I just picked an address, random address from a company in Winnipeg, Manitoba, since they said they're in Manitoba, which again, inconsistencies, they said their warehouse is in Manitoba, but uh, their website says they have an office in Australia and in Connecticut. Um, so I said, yeah, here, just ship it to the Winnipeg office, which, you know, you'd think shipping a, a, a package to a Winnipeg address from Winnipeg would be pretty reasonable. Um, they gave me a cost estimate, um, 955 for three days, 855 for five days and 790 for seven days. Um, yeah. Anyways, that was the end of it. Um, probably went a little further than I needed to. It was, I was just curious how much effort these people were willing to put into this. So, the long story short of the grand piano scheme. You see all the traits in there. I would say the sense of urgency wasn't huge. I would say it was more inherent. Like, if this is really the case, someone's obviously going to grab this piano pretty quickly. So, I think it's just an inherent sense of urgency. But it certainly had a lot of the the traits right, that we talked about when we talked about the anatomy of the scam. So, you know, establishing trust, um, was happening. There was a hook. There was, there was certainly, you know, the communication was a little too much, a little too deep, like sharing the information about the death and the family and stuff like that. So really fit a lot of the factors, right? So anyways, that is the Grand Piano Scam. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please take a second and rate the episode or make a comment. And of course, feel free to share this podcast with any friends or colleagues who you think may enjoy or otherwise benefit from it. Why I Am Still Awake is a weekly podcast that comes out every Wednesday morning. Next episode is the second showcased scam in this Scammers and Their Scam series. And that episode will be about the Too Good to Be True loan scam. See you next week.